Hi. It's Pat and Stu. Jeffy over there. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. What are you doing? Why are you bending over like that every time we come to you in the opening shot? You do realize the show starts and we go, we we introduce ourselves and then we say, "Here's that blob." Every day, the same thing happens. Yeah, I'm busy. And every day you're doing some weird things. Some weird freaking thing. What is it over there? I'm busy. Okay. Doing what? Setting up my area. All right. Uh, the uh, Cleveland killer is dead. Fortunately, so yes, that's, that's good news. Yeah, I'm really excited to hear about that. Now, you know, what's interesting about this is in about uh, a few months, it'll take a couple months, then some liberal uh, organization will include that death in their horrible gunshot uh, kill kit. Like, oh, did you know how many people died in Ohio last year? And then like that name will be in there, and you're not supposed to notice that it was this murderer who, got, who shot himself because the police were there. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to feel bad about that one. No. Sorry about that. Not at all. So it's, uh, it's good to know that he, uh, because... First of all, he said he had killed 15 already. There's no evidence that he killed anybody but that, that one guy. Right. I haven't right. heard any, th- any updates on that, but I, I've not heard any. I mean, obviously, if they started finding bodies, he supposedly mentioned a specific house he had stacked a bunch of bodies in. But, I mean, you know, you mm. notice when 15 people are missing from a community. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like, usually. Usually people are on top of that one. Usually. Uh, all right. Elizabeth Warren uh, has shared her favorite uh, swear word. With us, and uh, oh, I'm concerned. I, I can't wait to hear it. I, I'm. <laughs> we were talking Are about this. So like, hey, what is Elizabeth Warren's favorite swear word? People come up to us all the time. They say, "What's your favorite? Hey, what's, this? Your favorite this? what's your favorite this? What's your favorite that? What's your favorite blah blah blah? blah, 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 blah. What's Elizabeth what's Warren's favorite, favorite, favorite swear word? word? Mm-hmm. That's easy. It's this. Here it is. The James Lipton inside the actor's studio part of this okay. interview now. I'm not going to ask you for your favorite curse word. Actually, I am. Do you have a favorite curse word? Poop. Poop. <laughs> Oh, that's another, yeah. That, that's a goody two shoes uh, no, favorite not. curse word no, if I ever heard one. Are you kidding? Have you ever seen a woman like me look you straight in the face <laughs> after you finished some long explanation of something and then just said, poop? <laughs> Try it. Have you said that on the Senate floor? <laughs> no. No, but that day could be coming. It could be. Who knows? Was that ever stupid? Oh, gosh. She's, wow. so, she's awful. That was painfully stupid. Yeah. She's painfully. Awful. I'm embarrassed for both of them. <laughs> That's I I feel almost as squeamish as after the Al Gore poem, almost, read. almost, yeah. and then at the end he goes, "Wow, thank you for sharing that." Wow, guy, like <laughs> it definitely gives you the chills in a weird <laughs> way. Harry Smith, he was so impressed with the acid bones that were dissolving. <laughs> that was Neptune's bones. Neptune's bones in an acid sea. Wow, thanks for sharing. Wow, wow. Thanks thank for asking. Thank you for asking. Thanks for asking. Thank you for It was so bad. Oh, God, that was awful. It was. Mm-hmm. Uh, so apparently Hillary apologized to Obama after losing to Trump. Uh, the election night wasn't easy, an easy night uh, for her, obviously. And in fact... During a call with then-President uh, Obama, Clinton apologized for not securing the presidency against Donald Trump. Uh, I mean, she can't help it for being so awful, can she? She's no, awful. She should apologize, and though, so, for that to, to President guess. Obama. I mean, again, Obama, you know, I think obviously was terrible, and I think she was terrible, but they didn't. I mean, like, they believed in the same things. And the fact that she couldn't, I mean, beat what, you know, look, say what you want to say about Donald Trump. That was the guy they were rooting to go against. Mm-hmm. I mean, they wanted Donald Trump to be the nominee so they could easily beat him, and they still failed. It's interesting because supposedly Obama said to her, you need to concede. And uh, he later repeated that instruction to her former campaign chairman, John Podesta. Uh, and Clinton did concede the race privately 
but not publicly until the next morning, if I remember right. Wasn't it? Mm. Wasn't it around 9.30 or 10.30 or something the next day when she finally came out and officially declared it? Um, but uh, it's interesting that, that Obama encouraged her to concede and get this thing over with. Yeah, that is interesting. Interesting. Uh, the book is uh, Shattered, Inside Hillary Clinton's Doomed Campaign. Um, I, uh, I got to say... I will be interested to read the tell-alls of that campaign because be it was fun. so nuts. Mm-hmm. And also, like, the giddiness. Again, I, we've used this example before, mm-hmm. but you could get five and a half to one on Donald Trump to win the election in the middle of Election Day, like afternoon of Election Day, mm-hmm. a few hours before the first polls closed. You could get five and a half to one for him to win. Wow. Why didn't I think of that at the time? Uh, but, I mean, think about that. That's incredible. You could, I mean, it, it, people are like, oh, I knew he was going to win. Well, then you're an idiot for not making a lot of money. Because I did not think he was going to win, um, obviously. Uh, so, I mean, I, you know, and, you know, he, of course, the national polling showed uh, he was going to lose by uh, about three points. The national polling was right. He, lo- he lost the popular vote by three points. Unfortunately for him, or uh, for her, excuse me, that, you know, that's not the way it works. So he wins the, uh, he wins the election. And mm-hmm. think about the giddiness of that day for Hillary Clinton. And then think about the destruction of that night. I mean, that is from the happiest you can be to the saddest you can be, barring personal tragedy uh, that can happen to you really in a career. It's mm-hmm. the highest level versus <clears throat> the biggest embarrassment. And uh, Hillary Clinton went through that in a, in a matter of hours. I mean, you have to believe this day and age, there's a lot of cameras rolling in the back rooms of that campaign. Her excited, her celebrating, her laughing. All that stuff had to have happened at some point. And then the destruction of that moment where she actually realizes, because this was in the Romney documentary, right? Didn't you watch that? It wasn't on yeah. Netflix. Mm-hmm. And as he realized he lost, that was kind of on, in that documentary. Is that right, Pat? Do you remember it well enough to, to recall whether that moment where he actually realized he lost was captured? It's, I, I don't remember that well, but I think it was. I, th- I think it was. And I, I think it was pretty solemn, and, and everybody in the room was pretty devastated. Yeah, because they thought for sure they were going to win. Yeah, yeah, they did. Right? I mean, they I, did. again, they like Hillary win. thought for sure that yeah. she was going to win. And yeah. it's already a done deal. Far inside less polling, apparently. Uh, inside but. polling was even more uh, on his side than the other polling. Yeah, and yeah. Romney, Romney's polling uh, was better than Trump's uh, in, the, in, the, in the lead up. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he just wound up, Trump wound up outperforming and, and Romney wound up underperforming his polling. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was, it's true. He, uh, it's pretty, pretty incredible, at Hillary least on the state level. Hillary will be level, good, though. You're right. Hillary's footage will be really good because, she, I mean. That's crushing. Remember, as you said, she didn't even come out. Right. I mean, she had the glass ceiling and the whole thing, the big party planned. Yeah. All the people were there right. and they were left standing there holding their noses. Just, and she never came down. Nope. Until no. the next morning. Yeah. And, you know, so. Barack Obama was seen as a one seed, right? You know, like, you know, it's the second round of the NCAA tournament. Romney's coming in. He's an eight. He's going up against yep. a one. He never thought, like, it was never thought of he was going to win. And if he did win, because uh, he thought he was ahead, it would have been a, a, a big win for Romney. Clinton is like a four seed playing a 12. You know, yeah. like, I mean, is it five? No, four, 13. Four seed playing a 13. It's like... No one thought Trump had a chance at this outside of, like, Alex Jones. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was like nobody. By the way, we should all talk about that. Alex Jones is testifying today in that court trial where he's, he has this to explain. This is amazing. This is incredible. I can't wait till we get the details on this. Because oh, my God, I'm dying. He's apparently testifying about the difference between who he is on the, on the air and what he thinks off the air. 
right? Yeah. I mean, and this is how Jerry Springer got caught washing his career down the river. Do you remember? I'm sure he's got some way of wording it that's not. I mean, first of all, if you don't wash your career down the river by saying Sandy Hook was was fake, I don't know how you wash (laughs) your career down the river. That's true. But I mean, this is what happened with Jerry Springer, in that there was a lawsuit. Uh, involved in that, and he had to come out and say, basically, yeah, now the show's fake. Like he, because to save the lawsuit, he had to admit in court that yeah, it's not really real. That was an actor or whatever. Um, so I mean, it, there is precedent for this at least a little bit, and I would like to see if Alex Jones goes down that road. Um, I did find, I think, the, potentially the most annoying story of the day, uh, Pat, uh, and this is now think about this for a moment, Mister and Mrs. Income Inequality, standing on a four. 150-foot yacht. We talked about this yesterday. Barack Obama, Michelle Obama on a 450-foot yacht with reportedly Tom Hanks and Oprah and Bruce Springsteen. Like the most, Mm. like, uh, most rich guy activity in world history. People who are purported to be American royalty. Right. And they're saying they're all they do is preach about income inequality and they're doing this. What happens if a Republican who preached nonstop about moral values was seen at a strip club? Right. Like that's the same thing that's happening Mm -hmm. here. Right. This is how we this is a story we get from Yahoo. During your time as the first lady of the United States, we saw Michelle Obama in lots of hairstyles, sleek and straight, wavy, permed with bangs, you name it. And she looked amazing in each and every one. There's one style we've been dying to see, though, and that's oh natural. <laughs> Luckily, now that she's off duty, she's getting finally letting her hair down, literally. She and her husband, former President Barack Obama, like you have to point this out to the stupid audience, <laughs> were spotted on a super yacht near the French Polynesian island of Morea. And Michelle's hair was curly and free, and we loved it. They were on board billionaire Dave DeGeffen's 450-foot yacht, joined by Bruce Springsteen and his wife, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, and possibly Oprah, according to the AFP and Getty. The magic happened when Michelle and Barack hopped on the deck to take pictures because even the president had to capture the moment when they stepped out outside of a super yacht. Michelle let her usually perfectly placed hair fall around her shoulders, all bouncy and beautiful. She wore a pair of white shorts and a flowy black tank top and carried a brown leather bucket bag. The couple posed for a photo, and then Barack, in off-duty chic ensemble of a mint green shirt, white pants, and white sneakers, lovingly took photos of his gorgeous wife and the crowd. And that, by that, we She's mean social media went wild. The internet cannot, cannot get over how adoring and doting he is and how normal they are for catching these moments. Now, again, the picture, which we, I don't think we have, but it's just a picture of him holding up an iPad, taking it. There it is. Look at this. This is how doting he is. He's taking one picture of her. How, what do you mean doting? And look at this stupid tweet below. Obama taking a fire pic of Michelle with his iPad is everything I needed tonight. Yuck. <laughs> uh, really pathetic. Everything you need? Uh, do we have the rest of the tweets by any chance? They're all just so agonizing. Look at these. Oh, look at Barack Obama taking a picture of his boo. Him and Michelle celebrated Easter on a yacht. Heart. Ugh. Barack Obama is an Instagram husband. They're so adorable. Uh, 
Is that an iPad? I like that. He's actually taking a picture with the iPad. Is that an iPad? Oh, Barack and Michelle are your parents taking vacation photos because they're just so loving and adorable. (laughs) And the last one here. uh, Seriously, Barack Obama and Michelle Obama are so adorable and totally blessed to have each other. Oh, golly. Isn't that Uh, nice? Did you get the Barack Obama knows Michelle Obama's best side? No. No, I did not get it, Jeffy. I mean, look, I it's get so bad. You know, it's they're obviously taking writing a story about their fashion, and uh, you know. And what and, brought this up yesterday, though, when we still. were talking about it, is because they they were giving uh, uh, Melania, Melania a hard Trump. time about wearing shoes to nice a kids shoes. thing. Yeah. she wore nice shoes, eleven hundred dollars shoes. Never Big a horror, which is like spending eleven cents for them. So what? Never I mean, a complaint from the left on Michelle Obama's expenses. Not a clothing. chance. No, never. never. No, I mean, never. right. In fact, they never it. even mentioned how much her stuff costs. Yeah. It, I, it's it's again, it only matters hypocrisy. to me. I do not mind you being on a four hundred fifty foot I yacht. I do not mind right. having eleven $1, hundred uh, dollars yeah, shoes. Right. I don't mind having having hundred thousand dollars <laughs> shoes. But don't bitch to me about income inequality and then right. take that picture. Right. Don't don't bitch to don't me. tell me. I do believe at some point you made enough money. Do you, you? You've made enough money. Well, you might make, think you made enough money when uh, when people are giving you free yachts to go out on. Yeah. Maybe you do think you, maybe you don't have to earn any money if you're Barack Obama because people just keep giving you crap. But I mean, come on. Uh, the, I, the, uh, tell David Geffen he's made enough money, and he he should be turning the rest of it over to the to the government so yeah. that uh, we can give other people free health care. Uh, it, it's such hypocrisy. I just I have such a tough time with these people. Uh, but there's there's hope because. Now Dove has included a transgender parent oh, good. in one of their new ads. Isn't that wonderful? Is this soap or chocolate? Excellent. What's, what's the chocolate? Is it Dove chocolate? Yeah. And Dove soap, are they the same? They, they I make the... don't think so, but <laughs> I'm odd. not sure. I've never thought of that before. I can guarantee they don't taste the same. Yeah. No, they don't. Uh, but how wonderful that mm. we've become diverse and inclusive enough for this. Everybody has ideas about what it means to be a good mom. And most people feel like they have a license to tell you <laughs> what they think it means to be a good mom. They do. It's called free speech. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm a first-time mom, and I'm just figuring it out as I go. Oftentimes, a grandma, uncles, you know, great-grandmas, they want you to do it their way. But I have to be that woman that stands her ground. Can I have your bucket so I can put some green? What we do yeah, here is unconventional. Because he's at the barn with us all the time. Hi, guys. I would say that he has such a different set of opportunities. We're showing him something unique. Everybody out. We are both his biological parents. You get people that are like, what do you mean you're the mom? We're like, yep. (laughs) We're both going to be moms. I live (laughs) to be the best version of myself that I can be. And part of that is being her mom. Who's that? But I live to dance. I can do my art and not be any less of a mom. I'm terrible dancing in case you're listening on Blaze Radio. <laughs> Are you kidding? That was, that was I get street to make dancing. my parenting That's decisions art. on my own. You go, Joe. You go, Dalago. There's so many ways to be a mom. I don't think I could be the mom that I want to be without climbing in my life. It keeps me who I am and allows me to be a really good mom. People say weird things. Yeah. (laughs) There's no one right way to do it all. Um, You are the only expert mm. in your (laughs) Believe in yourself. Believe Uh, in your ability as a woman. What you can do is what you can do. Do what fits your family. You want to get the cows up? And trust yourself. 
That's wonderful. That's wonderful. To real moms everywhere. Gosh, Trust your way. That's so great. I'm so sick of people who have had experience raising children telling me things right? about what, how to do it. Yeah, you sick of know. it. You don't know. There's a million different ways. Do it my way. Right, I love Millions that. of different ways. The complaint, it, right, you're not, you shouldn't be able to tell people what, uh, how to be a good parent. However, you damn well better accept the way I'm doing it. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Because right. I'm telling you this is the right way to do it. Like it's, the, it's my way. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's the same freaking thing they're complaining about early <laughs> on. And by the way, yes, they do have a license. Uh, it is the First Amendment. They can tell you whatever the hell they want. That's mm. kinda, that's what it. Comes. You don't have to listen to you it. You don't have to listen to it. Yeah, and you can tell them they're an idiot for mm. saying it to you. But yeah, they do have a license <laughs> to say. Like you need a license. You have a constitution. You don't need a license to say things. Uh, gosh, uh, now we're off on another. Agonizing. But it, it, look, it's, it's nice Agonizing. that we have different families, and it's all. It's all beautiful, and they stay clean with Dove. <laughs> or they wipe chocolate on themselves with Dove. We don't know which one it is yet. Uh, we think no, it's soap, but it could be That's the chocolate. Dove logo for the soap. Well, but they, we don't know if they're related. They could be related companies. You could have nine moms. That's perfectly fine. And some of them are actually transgendered <laughs> men. That's fine, too. That's it's, All of these are and good. people are yeah, like, oh, you're going to be a go. mom? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> See? Sure. Yeah, why not? We might need Why to bring not? back. There's a uh, there's a, <laughs> a sketch uh, comedy show called Birthday Boys. Did you guys ever see any of that uh, on IFC? Kind of a random thing a couple oh, years sure. ago. It was it had some really funny moments in it. But one sketch they did was based on how the families are changing. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching it, thinking like, I can't believe they actually put this on TV. Like this isn't okay. You can't do this anymore. They were saying, you know, like. They were kind of mocking the idea of how crazy everyone says, you know, the normal family is. And you're not allowed to do that anymore. What are you doing? Don't they know the rules? There are rules here. There are rules that are applied. You're not supposed to say certain things. You're supposed Mm. to stop saying them. And, like, again, like, I I don't think there's any malice in that. You know, like, I think it's okay. We we played a bunch of uh, comedians uh, today. And none of them had malice in any of their comments. They're, Mm. They're saying, look, we understand you're different. We're actually for your thing. Uh, but can you stop yelling at us every time we say the wrong, you know, mm-hmm. word? That'd be nice. It'd be nice. I mean, yeah, I, it, I, it just makes the whole. It makes society boring. But the networks it it sure jam it down bore. your throats, though. I mean, they they really every time you turn around, they jam it. I mean, every show, one the one show. Oh, I'm trying to remember the name of it now, but she uh, is living with her divorced. With her husband, who they're divorced. Mm-hmm. Okay, they have two children. He's now gay. All right, so the boyfriend is living in the same house with the divorced wife and the two kids, and the divorced and the boyfriend uh, has children, and she has a boyfriend, and they're all living in the same house. There's it, no wrong way to okay. do it, Jeffy. There's it's no wrong all way. okay. Uh, it, that's right. There's no wrong it's way. It's just a family. Uh, was a transgender guy or woman, um, was that a guy and then they had that baby together, I you know, wonder? You, and then now he's decided you, he's a woman and she's okay with it? Is that what's going on? You know what, Pat, I never, I didn't realize there was a transgender person there. Yeah, there is. No, no, no. Uh, you know what, I just didn't see so, it. Maybe I don't see uh, those things. Um, okay? Maybe I see people for who they are as individuals. Maybe you had your eyes closed then maybe. because... They made kind you of a big tell? deal about Wait, it. Well, here's the thing. They said there's a transgender Go person ahead. in the sack. Which, Which one? one? Pat? I have no idea. I, I would assume it's <laughs> the probably baby. the baby. It's the baby. It's probably the baby because I can't really see any details, so I assume it's probably the baby. Why is the baby in blue, by the way? Right? Why is the baby in blue? Are they assigning the gender of that baby right there? Wow. That's oh unbelievable. My gosh. That is so hateful. Now, I really want to know if they were a, a regular couple before. 
and now she's transitioned. You heard it, Jeff. Oh, my God. Are you we still it. on the air? <laughs> <laughs> what? You can't say anything, Pat. Don't you know? You can't say things. A regular you, couple? Let's look oh up the gosh. definition of the word regular. Can we? That's a good, that's a good question. I don't know Can what we? it is. Look up the definition of the word <laughs> regular, definition. and let's see if it fits what I just asked. <laughs> Let's do. I, if we're still right. on the air, I guess we could do that, but I don't know that we we're can. We're still on the air so far. Okay, here we are. <laughs> Arranged in or constituting a constant or definite pattern, uh-huh. especially with the same space between individual instances. That's not the one you're looking uh, for. No. Uh, done or happening frequently. There you, there uh, you go. Probably not. That's one. And that's it. Uh, well, also a regular customer or member. Done or happening uh, frequently. And for example, it's at a bar. more frequent than the other one. Uh, so <laughs> that's regular. Okay. <laughs> Do you believe this hate? I, I we do not. I want you to know we do not. No, I. We do not. As oh a man in a purple sweater, we do not stand by. What uh, what Pat I'm, I'm has done is doing this, out on this limb all by you? myself. How dare you? You're okay. going to have to because I, I'm accepting of everything. Well, I didn't say I didn't accept it. I'm just saying that did they start as a regular couple and now they're a, oh uh, God, a special said, couple? Jeffy said it again. <laughs> It's almost like it wasn't even. And a I said they're now special. So is that not good? That's pretty good, right? Control room, shut this off. Control room, shut this off. Control room. Triple eight seven two seven Beck, Pat Stu. Uh, the border wall could leave some Americans on the Mexican side. So that's Uh-oh. oh no, that's probably not ideal. Now, can they go? How do they get back into? Well, they're in no man's land because they can't go into Mexico, right? Uh, and they can't come into the United States unless there's a big, beautiful door which would allow them yeah. in. However, if there was that, there'd really be no point in having the wall. Mm-hmm. So they're, what, driving really far to get through the normal border crossing? <laughs> I'm not really sure how this works. Hmm. Uh, it'd be technically on U.S. soil, but outside a barrier built north of the river separating the two countries. Uh, landowners could, could lose property. Those that already lost some for an existing fence are already preparing for a new battle. Even if they don't win, lawyers hope to tie up the wall in court long enough that politics could stop it, either in Congress or after another election. This is just what we said all along. It ain't going to happen. The wall will not be built. I mean, some of it will be built, I believe. I I, mean, but again, we we said, you know, we we gave a 10%. I think it was 10% we gave. We just handed, because we're nice Mm. people and we've been so nice to Donald Trump over the years, we just gave him 10%. Mm -hmm. uh, Said, you know what? You only have to build 90% of the wall um, and, uh, and then we'll eat our underwear. Uh, I'm not. I'm not fearful at the nah, moment. I'm not, not fearful. However, who knows? It could happen. You know, he guys. You know, you, you know Donald Trump. I mean, maybe maybe he'll do it. I don't know. Then of course, so far you got spastic birds and bats. I guess it may not be able to fly over it, uh, and so then they'd be stuck on. It's so like the jetty of the birds. Other. Yeah, they can't like. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh, I'm so fat. I can't get over this wall. Oh, I just keep bumping my head into this wall. <laughs> I mean, obviously, that's a lot smarter than Jeffy would be as a bird. But you get what I'm trying to do. Though. Yes, yes. I don't understand. No, it's, uh, I didn't think so. Let's watch. Uh, this is uh, talking about the animals that could be impaired by the wall from MSNBC. Let's start with which animals specifically would, would suffer from this border wall. Suffer. 
Well, Craig, if this border wall happens, it will be an unprecedented environmental catastrophe. Oh, it's poised to cut through more than 1,200 miles oh, of habitat along the border between uh -huh. United States and Mexico. There are over 90 threatened and critically endangered species that are in the in the crosshairs because of this uh, like what? crosshairs and we've got over a hundred migratory birds that will be impacted oh, from no. this wall oh, no. the endangered Mexican no. gray wolf only a hundred and thirty three uh, uh, individuals mm -hmm. Look left at that. in this the iconic without the carnivore gray wolf. this no. amazing canine amazing. its head is on the chalking block and likely could fall prey to extinction the expanse of the jaguar just what? now now, How? being restored into its habitat in Arizona uh, will likely be extirpated, pushed back towards the precipice of extinction oh, because I of this Arizona extirpated. I didn't realize Corwin was such a douchebag. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> I mean, what are you talking about? The wall is, gonna, is going to kill off and make extinct the Mexican gray wolf? That is really stupid. That what? is as dumb as I've ever heard. In all seriousness, why? 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 How? Why wouldn't they just go to another area? Right. No, they can't. Animals aren't smart enough. By the way, I don't want free-range jaguars in the United States. <laughs> okay? That's, I, mean, call I don't me necessarily crazy. want Mexican gray wolves wandering right. around. I don't either. If they're Mexicans, they should be on the other side of the wall. Right. That's, uh, so why do we care? Mm -hmm. do, do they have to cross the border to stay alive? <laughs> I can only live if I spend part of my day in the United States. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> what the hell is that? Like, I can't even think of weird. Like, because obviously they could come up with something, right? Like, they'll, they'll they'll always make these arguments because they want to use the environment. Like, you know, the, the way that he was phrasing it in the crosshairs on the chopping block. What are you talking about? They'd be moving a few feet. Right. right? I mean, so if, if they happen to be right where the wall is going, they just move a few feet until they're not right where the wall was. Plus, we could put a little little flappy plastic door at the bottom of the wall for the wolves to get back and forth. Yeah, a little wolf door. To. That yeah. only goes one way to the Mexican side, by the way. Uh, I no. want a one-way flappy door because I want jaguars and wolves escaping into Mexico, <laughs> and I want them not able to come back. <laughs> <laughs> it's not personal preference. I don't want like to be ripped to shreds by giant cats. I'm sorry. And then Craig Melvin asks the incredible question. Oh, no. uh, and this is, this is from a real thinker. Uh, <laughs> why can't the birds just fly over the wall? How dare you? Mm -hmm. Here it is. Something um, ignorant or foolish. The birds specifically, <laughs> wouldn't they just be able to fly over the wall? <laughs> well, it's interesting you should well, say that. It and, is interesting. Uh, it's mm -hmm. actually an excellent question. And certainly uh -huh. many animals that fly can migrate over that wall. Oh, thank um, you, But Jeff. many animals actually stay very low. Many of these animals, for example, birds and bats, uh -huh. are actually passing close to the ground surface because <laughs> they're heading towards uh, plants for pollination or seeds that they eat or fruits. For example, Craig, you may not even know this, uh, but 50% uh -huh. of, the of the desert plants in the Sonoran Desert, those cactus, 50% of them have their seeds dispersed or their flowers pollinated by bats. And bats oh, use ecolocation to navigate. So they could, clearly, a wall would a be a wall terrible obstacle for them. A terrible obstacle. A wall, a wall the ecolocation would be, hey, there's a wall, I've got to fly higher. Mm -hmm. Seriously, mm -hmm. Jeff Gordon er needs to lose his stinking job over this. 
Who was that? That was as dumb Corwin. as dumb as I have ever heard anybody That's, speak. Who is who is? He's a big Jeff nature Corwin. guy. He does a he yeah. does a show uh, where he hangs out with animals and stuff. He's, you know, one of those dumb for hmm. kids shows okay. where he shows you animals. Like a Bill and, Nye the Science Guy, but he's actually a scientist. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, he's not a scientist. No. no. no he's a biologist. No. He's, the, is he, he a is a wildlife biologist? Yes. Okay. He's wildlife biologist. I don't know if that means. He knows animals. Yeah. Okay. And he knows that bats can't fly over a wall. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I gotta he's, give credit to the MSNBC host there. Yeah. Uh, I know this might be um, a dumb bird, but uh, can't fly thirty feet. Come on, man. And that's if he builds it 30 yeah, feet, which I'm highly skeptical of as well. Uh, so I well, they, I don't know if you know this. I mean, I, I think that he just, I may be echoing what Jeff just said, but the cactus uh, in the desert, 50% mm-hmm. uh, get pollinated and spread around because of bats. So 50%. If it, so, poof, man, mm-hmm. you can't build a wall. No. Uh, no, because 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 uh, bats cause can't bats, navigate a I don't wall. Know, bats use echolocation, and uh, you right. actually sound smarter than he did for <laughs> this answer. That's, that's how bad the answer was. I mean, that was a, that was seriously stupid. Like that was one of those I'm, where I'm less smart for having heard it. Yes, there's really no doubt am. about that. Because it was one of those moments where I think he expected such a fawning interview because he's on MSNBC criticizing Trump. That he never thought there would be pushback of, you know, hey, birds can go in the air. Wouldn't they just go over the (laughs) stupid wall? (laughs) What do you... Oh, well, yes, you are right that some birds in particular (laughs) fly will fly over wall, but some birds and bats close ground to the fruit. (laughs) What? What the hell are you talking about? Oh, my gosh. That was a... Uh, wow. You are dumber for having heard that yes. segment, and we apologize. We all are. We're going to replicate that coming up in the Jeffy segment in just a couple of minutes. And uh, for now, we're going to take a break. Triple eight seven twenty seven back is the number. Jeffy, do you want to grunt on the way out or something? Huh? Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Is Pat and Stu, triple eight seven two seven back. Hotel industry going to war with Airbnb. Uh oh. Yeah. Mm-mm. Look out. Uh, leaked documents now show that the hotel industry is at least partially to blame for the Airbnb pushback. New York Times reports that the American Hotel and Lodging Association began to thwart the Airbnb's efforts uh, in 2016 with a multi-pronged national campaign. Uh, the trade group includes the Hyatt Hotels, Marriott, uh, and they focused on lobbying politicians to reduce the number of Airbnb hosts in important markets like Boston, Miami, and San Francisco. So, Airbnb, is that where you just you put your home up for rent yeah, or something? Home or a room. Or your um, room. You know why it's called Airbnb? No. Uh, it started with air mattresses. It's really, really? why. People, they, the, first, the, the, the people who started it, there was a conference in their town, <coughs> and they were trying to figure out a way to make money, uh, a little extra money. And mm-hmm. it was sold a, a place to sleep. They, so they said, "Hey, well, we got air mattresses," and they actually started and had people come for this conference and stay at their house with air mattresses. 
Um, and that's how it started. It's why it's called Airbnb, which, of course, now makes no sense, really. I mean, None at all. You know, now it's like you're getting whole houses, but they kept the name, obviously. Uh, it was called Airbed and Breakfast, I think. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, so that's why. Um, but it kind of uh, kind of interesting. Did they serve breakfast, too? In, they in did. The yeah. First, they did. Yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. It, their story is actually amazing. They went to... Um, uh, they eventually... G- they did it that first conference, and they were like, this is a real business. Like, we can go to every place where there's a conference and do this. And then they tried a couple more, and it t- they totally failed. Um, and so they, it was coming close to the 2012 election. Mm-hmm. And they were thinking to themselves, well, what about, what if we, um, uh, we uh, you know, what, what can we do to grow, draw attention to ourselves? They were, the, they were about to close the business down. And their last gasp was the 2012 election. And what they, I could be butchering some details of this, so if you know the story better than I do, sorry. But, but basically, they decided, you know what, what if we, when we, are at, when we have people coming over to stay at our places, what if we serve them breakfast as part of it? Like, maybe we make custom cereal, right? Custom cereal for the, for the, uh, for the um, rooms that we're renting guess, out. Yeah. Kind of a quirky, dumb idea that doesn't really go anywhere. Well, because it's coming up to the election, they decide to make their custom cereals um, Obama O's and uh, McCain, Captain McCain Crunch or something. Like it was like they just made like parodies of the election that the stupid cereal thing, which they want to go make it. And they they realized how expensive it was to make a custom cereal. So they just bought boxes of Cheerios and just took the bags out and put them in uh, like different custom boxes of Obama O's and boxes, bags of Captain Crunch right out of it and put it in the McCain Crunch, uh, you know, uh, boxes that they made. And they so because of that. They got onto all these news networks because people were like, oh, look, someone's made some Obama O's. So they got all this press out of it. <laughs> and when they were doing that press, they said in Denver, when people are coming for Obama's big speech, they can get these rooms because there's not enough hotel rooms for the big speech in Denver. And so that Whoa. they were able to get up. That's how they like launched their business. They funded their business based on the stupid Obama O's thing. Wow, and now they're a huge company. With you know, it's a really an amazing story. Yeah, um, that's, I mean, that's good for them. They got yeah. I mean, that's a lucky. Have you ever used it? Yeah, that's yes. a luck, man. You have several, used yeah, Airbnb? Times. Yes, several times. Yes, it's so you stayed at somebody's house. Uh, the first time I used it, uh, I used it. It was in Indianapolis for the, yeah, Super, for the Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah, for the Super Bowl. And uh, so I went to uh, a wonderful uh, uh, college uh, girl's apartment. Uh, and stayed in a <laughs> she left for the weekend and I and it wasn't like a lot of them now are like you buy a house or you have a house that you own and you just it's just rented all the time like whenever I, you can rent it this was like she lived there and left mm, for the weekend because the Super right, Bowl was in town gone, and she out. knew she could make a lot of money so we paid her rent for like two months for, for with a weekend nice. um, and uh, and that was the first one uh, uh, and then I, I did another another Super Bowl did it and then I had another one too, as well. And they've all been pretty positive experiences. I, I just saw, I, I'm pretty sure it was an Airbnb ad. But they, they, were, uh, they were advertising, you know, rather than get a room, get a whole house. Is that an Airbnb? Yeah. I think yeah. it is. Yep. And, yeah. and the house was beautiful. It was like a, a really upscale home that yeah. somebody rented. And, and, I mean, that would be really cool. To it rent is. And, and they're a lot cheaper. You yeah. know, I had a, I, I had a uh, we didn't wind up taking this trip, but I wound up looking at... Um, it was like a hotel room because we had several people going to the same location. Um, we were going to like all meet up with a couple of family members and stuff. So it was going to book, uh, you know, a bunch of hotel rooms in the same hotel. That was the plan. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, it's Why 200 a bucks house? a night here, 200 bucks a night here, 200 bucks a night here, 200 bucks a night here. And you're all in the same hotel. Why not just get a big house for 500 bucks a night? You're going to save 300 bucks a night. 
and you got a nice house that has no it's space, cook, and you can, you can do all do sorts it. of things. Right. So it is. It is really cool. I mean, you know, there, you know, I, there, you, you can get certain things that happen. Um, you know, as far as because uh, the first, <laughs> I just remember the big comedy of that Super Bowl was we were totally because it was right when Airbnb had become popular. It was like when I first heard about it, and I just remember thinking like the greatest scam of all time. You book someone in your house. And then you just come back while they're sleeping in your house where you have the key and murder them. Like, this is the this is the easiest murder scheme of all time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just wait for people. But then again, why would you just murder a random person rather than murdering someone in your own home? Uh, so we didn't really think it out that well. But I thought it was a good plot for, like, a thriller. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> Airbnb so you didn't get hurt at all or anything, were you? No, Jeffy. Why oh, okay. I? No, I was just talking about this. <laughs> seems like he was interested yeah, in that. Seems like he was hoping uh, for. But like you know, you, there you can have a bad experience with it. I, you know, I did another one. Was in Phoenix. Was uh, the Super Bowl that was in Phoenix, and it did. It was like a, a really cool condo. Like mm-hmm. instead of having like some crappy hotel room, like a days in where you're like forcing a bed and like you know like. Uh, this was like a two, two or three bedroom condo. You had a place where you could sit and watch TV. Spacious, you know. And the and mm-hmm. the woman who owns it. Uh, oh, did she they, leave again? She just left. <laughs> they just leave, and you just go in and, let her, and she like left like you know like a bottle of wine out for us and like uh, you know it was cool. Wow, it was That's nice. It, I mean, it, it is kind of a cool way to do it, and so, especially if you were traveling like you know to a, it's like if you're going to a place where there's not a lot of hotels or the hotels are packed. You can do the Super Bowl is a perfect example of that because Indianapolis, there's just not enough freaking hotels for the Super Bowl. Like you're you're 45 minutes outside of the city if you if you want to do that. We were walking distance to everything with this little apartment. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That's that's nice. And and it's obviously having an effect on the hotel industry, big time. And so they're trying to shut it down. I mean, that's what you do to try to protect your business. I guess is not make your business better. Not try to do something right, uh, unique to compete, but try to shut your competitor down. And that's, that's what they're doing here. And apparently, uh, nights when hotels are filled 95% or more to capacity mm-hmm. fell 17% year over year. That tells you that they're having uh, a pretty large effect. Yeah. And they don't want this to happen. So they're, they're trying to shut down Airbnb. Uh, hopefully, you know, you let the free market decide. Yeah, I don't make if a hotels better, go make, out, of bit, out of business. Hotels go out of business. It's the free market. Keep right? the hotel cleaner. Make a better breakfast. Yes. Serve the people breakfast better. Right. Whatever. I mean, do do things different. It's tough because it's it's an ongoing business for a hotel, right? Because they have to they have these things to rent out every night. A lot of people have like a house that's yeah. you know maybe not maybe and they, all they have to do is a week. Right. I mean, they, a week will pay for the entire mortgage. Me, yeah. you know, I mean, so. It kind of is, you know, it's a tough thing to compete with. But again, it's not their right to compete. You know, they, they don't get a right to succeed in a competition. That's not what a hotel gets. Right. It's right. not what a taxi cab gets. It's right. not what any of us get. You know, it's not what a, a you know, a we're, we are a, we're in the middle of an evolving industry, right? Like, we don't have the right to Big say, time. no, you have to listen to radio and you can't go to the Internet. No, that's not a thing. <laughs> you know, we're asking a judge to shut down the Internet. Yeah, right. I mean, like, that's silly. That's silly. You just try to adapt, you adapt and do it in a different place and do it at yep. the best that you can and try to, you know, people keep listening to the show, not because it's, you know, it's still on radio. You could still get it on radio. And there's, you know, 400 affiliates that were 400 plus affiliates, really, that uh, you, you can still get it on radio. But you can also get it on the Internet. You can also get mm-hmm. it on TV. You can also get it in a lot of different places. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get it as a podcast. You can get it a lot of different places. So mm-hmm. the content still is good. I mean, you know, I think if you 
put if, if hotels just started listing their things on, a, on an Airbnb for less money, I bet they'd start you know selling more of them. Yes, they just want to be able to protect what they have, which is understandable. Exactly right. It's, um, it's understandable. It's a but, natural human instinct, yeah. but you don't get that's not the way this works. Do so. it through the free market. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. More patents too coming up. Oh, I got the Jeffy thing coming up. Oh, people love that. People are real fans of the Jeffy segment because you know he brings he brings stories that people care about, and he, he addresses them in such an interesting way. That's why they like it. So why are you hemming and hawing? Okay, here comes stupid Tremendous. Stop laughing. is just telling me that she had a horrible experience with the Airbnb. Oh, oh really? In Boston, awful drug dealers, Melissa's people hollering at her. Person. I mean, so there, it was there are some experiences that aren't good. No, it's very, definitely true. I mean, you know, it's, it's huh. just like an Uber, right? I mean, like, it's the same thing. 99% of the time, everything's fine. Every once in a while, you get in a smelly car, you know, or you get a drug dealer. <laughs> It can happen. I mean, it, it can happen, but it's not, you know, I, I think, especially as they age, uh, as the yeah. company develops, mm-hmm. the, the chances are better. There are some, sometimes you get the, the idea that the listings aren't legitimate, and that's a little frightening as well. Because you, right. you book something, and then a week before, they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, that house isn't even a real house. They're like, crap. <laughs> but, I mean, most of the time, they have most of that worked out now. Right. Like, they have these uh, super hosts now. So, like, if you, if you hit that level of, like, you've rented and it had good reviews... You can just search just for people who are that level of host, and then you know you're going to get in a good, uh, a good place. So, right. wow. I mean, you know, again, I would not, if you see Jeffy as the smiling face looking back at you, don't book it. Well, first of all, I would never use my face as the smiling face. Anyway, <laughs> I know what faces to use to get people to move in the mouth. Former NFL star Aaron Hernandez found mm-hmm. not guilty. I know not it was huge guilty. on Friday, man. You heard it here first. Wow. Not yeah, guilty. First, first I know it's yeah. been since Friday. It's old news, but it was amazing. However, I mean, no, uh, I'm just saying that we talked about that story. Yeah, I wasn't actually I criticizing know. No, I'm just once. saying it was, it was uh, uh, amazing that he was so happy uh, and so relieved to only be serving life in five years. <laughs> yeah, because uh, he's serving time for a separate murder yeah, that he that apparently he was yeah. con- convicted for. They convicted for. him of that. And that Killed was the real somebody one. else. Yeah. That was the one that everyone knew. Yes. Like, that was the one, yeah. the, the initial Isn't that the one news. where he shot somebody in the face? I think so. Or is that I'm not sure. That one? might be the one, that, no, I think one that of the ones a, that yeah, he was, was being tried for here. Yeah, because he, okay. he, 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 he had the initial murder, which was, which was? was with some guy he had a relationship with. Then, in what way? What uh, do you mean? Like a romantic relationship? No, it was like a. I mean, uh, he was like kind of friends, and but there was some falling out. I don't remember exactly the details. Is that but the that one where the he one... chased him around his house or something? Apparently, and then shot him. No, I think that was a new one. I, yeah, because I don't know. I'm very confused on this story. What happened was they had the initial story where it broke, and Andrew Aaron, Aaron Hernandez is getting arrested. Oh my God, that one he got convicted of. After that happened, they said, by the way, we think he killed these other two people, too. Oh, That's the yeah. one he got off okay. on. So he's still in jail. I mean, it's not changing his day-to-day, but it's nice to not no, be convicted. I, no, because he I, wanted to be found not guilty. I was thinking, well, maybe he can go back to the Patriots. No, huh? No, he's, no, that's he's not in no, prison for life. Yeah. He got convicted. Uh, one was the illegal firearms. Uh, like, he had eight counts. Yeah, yeah, but he's in already in jail for life without right. the possibility but, of so they add, But they added, uh, you know, they, they added another five, I think five to seven. Uh, for the fire. Okay, so after he's dead, the leave his decaying body in the cell. That's correct. The only reason that's important is if something happens where he's able to get off on a, an appeal. Yeah, then you still and, have. And then this he would still term. have something else yeah. to keep him in jail for a while. Yeah, and you know, look, Aaron. 
probably would do something else to get thrown back in jail again. <laughs> you don't know hey, that for hey, sure. Hey, 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 where, where do you get sure, that? I, is where it because of the color of his skin? Maybe? <laughs> wow. What are you saying? I'm just looking at past... Uh, past oh, what? Past oh. what? Black people are usually uh, guilty. That kind of past. <laughs> but Aaron isn't black. <laughs> it's Aaron's not. Okay, oh. Hispanics. Hispanics are guilty. Hispanics are oh, all so of a sudden targeting Hispanics now. Oh, unbelievable! Hmm. This guy. Do you believe this guy? I don't believe him. Again, I ju- don't believe this guy. What are you going to say? Next, you're going to say terrible. Uh, transgender relationships aren't regular. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You if are he says a that, terrible that, person. I will. I will be oh, all you'd over. You'd be to be fired. Oh, you'd be up to be fired. So, um, New York City, uh, always a big fan of the free market. I've noticed that. Oh, yeah. They just, oh. they, just, they just like mm-hmm. people being able they to make it. decisions for themselves. They get it. You know? And uh, now the, uh, the New York Taxi and Limousine Commission uh, has announced a proposal that could force Uber to allow riders to tip drivers within its app. Full proposal will be introduced in a few months and would require car services that only accept credit cards to let passengers tip with their cards in the app. This is a big deal because Uber launched with the idea of, look, all the tips included. You just pay mm-hmm. one freaking price. You don't have to deal with that, which is one of the reasons why I love it. Yeah. You know, you don't have to think because like I don't you know, look, I want them to get I want the drivers to get their money. You know, I want I want Uber to yeah. get their money. They're providing a great service. Both both sides of that. However, like it's awkward at the end um, if you know. Mm-hmm. And so I actually like Lyft has mm-hmm. that in their app. Uh, Lyft has a tipping option. And because I've had a few bad experience with Uber drivers who will try to get you to tip them in cash outside of the app. It's really annoying, oh, and I, it's yeah. like, I, like I, yeah, I, I don't know, like I, it's supposed to be, like you feel like a jerk, yeah. being like, uh, well, actually, it's supposed to be, you know, your policy, it's part of the deal, policy, bro, right? Is that it's part, right. of, but I know the Uber drivers are like, wait a minute, like <laughs> if we provide good service, we should be able to get tips. So the awkwardness bothers me. I, part of me likes the Lyft model, yeah, but better. they shouldn't hit you up, right? I mean, if you yeah. wanted to give them a tip outside the app, fine. fine. They actually said, oh yeah, you need a tip. Hey, just so you know, uh, as you know, we, 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 we there's no tipping in that app. And uh, we do not get any tips in that app. And I just want you to know. I mean, they've got to make you aware tips, somehow, you know, right? We're making no money at all. Like, they, they lay it on thick, and you're just like, oh, oh my God. I mean, they've got to make you aware somehow, right? They maybe put a little sign or the something sign, over I've the back seat. I've seen the sign, too. Yeah. Um, there, I think it's, I want to say it's Georgia, because I think I was visiting my mom and took an Uber, uh, and she lives in, in Georgia. And, uh, and they had a sign. It was like, uh, there was a lawsuit that uh, shows that we, you know, we ha- we are able to take tips in cash outside of the app, and we c- they cannot tell you there is no, you know, like a whole explanation of this big lawsuit that went down with Gosh. Uber drivers. And it's funny because like a lot of times Uber drivers, um, th- look, they want they want more money for what they do, mm-hmm. um, and I understand that. And I think a good solution to this is having a tipping. I, I wish you know I wish they just have it in there so I don't have to deal with this because then I can just put because I don't bring cash with me any place. Right. I'm using right. Uber because I don't have cash. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, the they all want. And I've talked to so many Uber drivers that have said the same thing. We just need to get this regulated. Problem is, it's not regulated. And it's like, do you understand the reason why this is good and that people use it is Mm -hmm. because it's not regulated? As soon as the government gets involved in it, you're going to have the taxi commission, which sucked. 
The reason why you're not there is because you couldn't buy the $250,000 medallion right. that regulation bought. Right. Um, and so it's amazing to me that that is constantly the push. Everyone wants it, man. Everyone wants their stuff protected. Yeah. You know, no one wants to deal with the downsides of the free market. They all want the upsides of it. It's the same thing here. I mean, you know, it's like we just were talking about this. Like if we were saying like, hey, uh, we want uh, you know people to only be forced to listen to radio. It's the only time you can hear spoken word. You know, I mean, uh, that's a stupid stance to pro- try to protect that on your own. I, I don't understand it, but that's what, you know, so many people do. Uh, Lyft started offering the in-app tipping in 2012. Companies uh, say that its drivers have pulled in $200 million in tips since then. Uh, Lyft is another interesting story that, you know, they're not nearly as big as Uber, but uh, another kind of startup, same kind of, they started a completely different way, too. They started with, um, it was only in college towns, and it was college towns of sharing rides back home. So, like, if you, uh, they were upstate New York, and you're like, everyone's going back to the city, and then, so you could share a car. And they started, that's how they started their app, and then they, you know, now they're, like, you know, similar to Uber. But they were all, you know, in that market for a long time. Um, so, I don't know. The Lyft thing is different, too. They don't do, like, black cars. It's all, like, regular people type cars, you know. Like, you have a normal, you know, your Toyota Corolla. Right? They don't do what work. kind of cars? Oh, my God. I, I just did it. Regular did. people cars. Yeah, wow. Wow. Well, but, I mean, the other one was wow. a commercial car, a commercial vehicle. They're not commercial vehicles. That's not what you said. You said black car. You said black car. That's what you said. And I just, that's right. Yeah. You said they don't use black cars. What the well, I will say this. Is, wow. uh, unlike you people, I'll And you were praising them for I not am, using black cars. You sure as heck were. I'm wow. racist against black cars. <clears throat> wow. In fact, I owed one. And how racist is that? That's uh, slavery. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so there you go. I mean, control room. <laughs> I, I own a black car that works for me. Wow. That's the sort of car racist I am. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Car slavery. All right. Actually, I leased it initially. Now I own it. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that, it seems like it's a bad taste, but really nothing I said is in bad taste, just in case you're, you're interested. Uh, we're not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a Kennedy Space Center-led effort to bolster our understanding of a growing plants in space. Uh, we'll hitch a ride on Atlas V or on an Atlas V rocket to the International Space Station. This is very exciting. Uh, astronauts on deep space missions could one day eat fresh produce, thanks in part to NASA's advanced plant habitat. It's a mini fridge-sized uh, experiment that will join 7,600 pounds of science, cargo, and supplies bound for the orbiting outpost. And I, I can't wait till we can grow salad in space. I mean, mm-hmm. that is that's an important issue to me. We don't even want the salad here. No, you and me both. We, but we Man, need salad in space. Like Maybe that. we should shoot all of our salad into space. <laughs> yes, I like that. I will say uh, there's something uh, I like to refer to as the caring gap. Um, and, and 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 this is uh, I think that happens a lot in news. And I get mm-hmm. your take on this because mm-hmm. I don't think you suffer for it on this particular story. But like. There's a gap between how important or amazing a story is and how mm-hmm. much I care about it. Mm-hmm. And space, there's a huge caring gap for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I recognize mentally that what you just said is completely amazing. And the fact that you're growing food in space and, like, there's all these incredible things going on. 
just don't care that much. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of times it happens with like Darfur. You're like, you know, there's a terrible genocide going on, and I really should definitely care. I just don't dumb. care that much. <laughs> and it's like, I don't use that as an example. <laughs> you there's a caring just gap. admitted you don't care about no, the people in Darfur. It's not even, there's not even going wow. on anymore. But, wow. uh, I was using that as an example. Wow. I think that happens to a lot of people. Though. It does. Yeah, Jeff, it does. Do you have a caring gap type story? And on this particular not, space not, story, I, I have the caring gap. <laughs> I, I don't care about the produce in space. No, like I can, I, I can I recognize how impossible. I usually care about space stories. Yes, yes you do. One. I'm I like that way do. with most space stories, though. Yeah. Like I am when it comes to space. Like I just like if we're going to Mars or whatever, you don't care about I just, that. Just I don't the Mars See, rover do. footage. I don't. That's I'm really just cool. not that interested. Yeah, I love that stuff. Jeffy, do you have a <laughs> what's your what's your? Oh well, first of all, anything to do with salad? Uh, yes, there's a caring gap. Right, a caring <laughs> gap. Definite caring, a caring gap. gap applies. Any kind of salads. For like sure. Glenn would have yeah. a caring but, gap of like an amazing sports achievement. Yes, yes. you might be able to recognize. Wow, how great it is! But just faster. You just don't care. Yeah, jumps further than anyone. But I just don't care. Like you know, the Olympics. A big caring gap for me. I don't care about the Olympics. Oh, I, see, I, I do. I recognize I do very much. Important. And I am a sports fan, as you know. Mm-hmm. But like, I care about, I care about major league, professional sports. And outside of that, like, you find me. I'm very. It's very difficult to get me going on it. Like NCAA tournament. Well, I tune in for the championship. Sure, maybe, maybe the final four. But I really don't care that much anymore. College football, the championship. I'm in. Maybe the final four. Uh, you know, the Bulls. Uh, not much more than that. And I think, like, I, you know, like you're kind of like that with baseball, right? Like, you're not a huge, hardcore baseball fan. Yeah, used to be. I'm, used to be. I'm not as much anymore. I, I am when it comes to college sports. Though. Yeah, college I'm, sports, I'm the opposite yeah, of the opposite. you. I, I like college sports. The and NBA I, is a better example. I don't care as much about Yeah, the NBA is a good example because I used to really follow the jazz. Now I just don't, I don't care. Do you I have mean, anything, Jeff? I, I, I don't like, know. I feel I, like there's got to be some of this stuff. Some, that, of the, some, of the, uh, some of the caring stuff, and I was trying to think of an example of the biography stuff. I mean, I love biographies and they're important to know the history. Yeah. But some of them, like Netflix has just added a bunch of these biographies. And I'm scrolling through them like, I don't don't care, care about these people. Yeah. Just don't. Yeah, yeah, I guess that could I know I should. Kind of an example. It's history. It's and it's part of it's part it's a segment that you should probably will lead me into something else. Yeah. But I just I just don't care. You know it's another one I think I think this happens to our audience a lot, um, is is global warming stories. Where like p- global warming I think the audience recognizes that hey, they want to spend a trillion dollars or more of your money on some trying to fix the You're weather solution. Shouldn't you be fired up about that? <laughs> but most people are just like, eh, it's Al Gore, I don't care. Like they just don't they just don't care about it. And I think liberals say the same thing. They all recognize that liberals all say like, Oh, the whole planet's gonna burn up in a fiery flood, but in honesty, even liberals don't care about it. Like they all like, oh yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, that seems like it's kind of in the future and we could probably handle it. So mm-hmm. we don't really care. Like it's going to be our lowest priority, but we're going to act really upset about it. And they get in polls, like you, know, you get a poll of uh, liberals, and they're like, "Oh, this is the most important issue." But then, in, when it comes to the voting booth, no, but none of them vote on the climate. Right, none of them and, and 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 uh, all the millennials are. I mean, the SUV sales are through the roof, so somebody's buying them. <laughs> uh, who's buying them? Yeah, exactly. It ain't, I all, mean, it ain't all 100 hundred year old people. What's the uh, number one vehicle in the United States? A giant truck. What's the number two uh, vehicle in the United States? A giant truck. <laughs> <laughs> people like their stuff. Yes. Now, and the other one, like global warming, a lot of times they'd be like, you know what? We have to make sure we regulate those big screen TVs. They're they're just energy suckers, and they're they're just killing they're our environment. Always yeah, on. I want to watch TV. Shut up. <laughs> that's, what, that's what liberals say. They say, I want to watch my, my, my left-wing documentaries on those big TVs, so shut up. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. Do you care about uh, giant alien worm creatures? 
Oh. That will haunt your nightmares? Yes, I do. Uh, like the giant shipworm? Oh, no, this is, wait a minute. This, I want to tell you what this says in parentheses. It says, sorry in advance for how gross this is. Yeah. And then I believe a <clears throat> kind of sideways smiley face type of thing, like a, like a little, the parentheses and then a slash. So it's like, <laughs> uh-oh, that's what our producers are telling us. Uh-oh, let's watch. All right. You're welcome, Marissa. Yeah. What on earth? A five-foot worm has been found living in the ocean. Oh, I see. So it's not in, it's not in people or anything. It's just a worm. Right. That is disgusting. But is that an actual worm? Yeah. It's a shipworm. It's actually related to mussels. Oh, there you go. Uh, that's really gross. It's the first living specimen ever found by scientists studying it. Okay. And what does it do? It feeds on mud and lives in a calcified shell. Like you just wonder why why did God bother with that? You know? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. know. Come on. Yeah. Right. Hey, what about I, you do wonder that? That's that's a day six thing, I think. You know, that's that's late day six, <laughs> and he's filled up everything else. And he's like, you know what? Hey, know. what about Make, this giant worm in a calcified shell? Yeah, just throw yeah, it. go ahead. Yeah, throw yeah, it out there. Right. Yeah, so that is uh, really gross. That's icky looking. Um, but here's something a little bit uh, more savory. What if Matrix starred Will Smith? Would it be better? Instead of I don't know, Reeves is pretty good in that. I, I'm not a huge Keanu fan. I'm not either, but, uh, but I thought he was good his, in that he's too. He's good in that, and, he, he's, and good. he's good in John Wick. I mean, I mean that's, those are kind of his roles, right? Yeah. Uh, so Will Smith it did turn that role down, right? Yeah, and he turned down Neo in the Matrix. Uh, the role instead went to Keanu, and and Will Smith did Wild Wild West, which was horrible. Oh, horrible! Uh, really, the first. I hate to say this, chink in his armor. I mean, wow! You didn't just say that. <laughs> wow! Your microphone was, was off, that, right? I mean, I didn't hear that, that out loud. In the, in hey, the he, air. <laughs> that's nothing to wow. do with. It's not racist. It's just a, really because he was hit after hit after hit after hit after yeah. hit up to that point. And then it Wild, was Wild, Wild, Wild West, West. Was, you know, two hundred million dollar budget, complete flop. Yeah, it's terrible. A chink in his armor. Why don't you say thing. something about Will Smith driving in black cars now? All right. I don't know why. Would you say something like right? that? He probably does. He's very right? wealthy and probably would drive in black cars. So let's uh, take a look at what the world would look like uh, if. Will Smith had actually accepted the role. This is great. <laughs> it looks so cheesy now. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you ever had a dream, Neo, that you were so sure was real? What if you were unable to wake from that dream? How would you know the difference between the dream world and the real world? What's happening to me? The answer is out there, Neo. It's the question that drives us. What are you talking about? The Matrix is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. What truth? They're watching you, Neo. Human beings are a disease. We're a cancer of this planet. And we the cure. Come on! Welcome to the real world. Oh, 
So you're here to save the world. So what do you need? Guns. I need my guns. No one has ever done anything like this. This is what we do. Buckle your seatbelt, Dorothy. Because Kansas is going bye-bye. Unfortunately, no one can be told what the Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. Yeah, there yeah, you go. I mean, somebody did a nice editing job. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, the, I guess the okay. lesson there is that Will Smith's been in a lot of movies and when he mentions guns <laughs> or does something with guns. Yeah. Uh, mm. But, uh, yeah, that would have been interesting to see him in that movie. I, I saw recently... Um, uh, crap. It, it was uh, came out around the holidays... Um, uh, ensemble mm. cast. Uh, he's he, he uh, lost his daughter. Fences or no no collateral collateral beauty. beauty. Collateral beauty. Is it recently. good? Eh. eh, really? You know, I think I you kind of got what they were trying for there. You know, yeah. I, I like the Will Smith thing is no longer a blockbuster success. Like now, it's like I mean, he can still be in successful movies, but like there was a time where it was he's in the movie. It's the biggest movie of the year. Yeah, not and anymore. that is gone. Uh, that yeah. is long gone at this point. But he's still. I mean, I think I still like him in pretty much everything. Yeah. He's always good. Yeah, he is. You know, it's good. Welcome back. Triple eight seven twenty seven. Beck is the uh, phone number. Uh, some Reddit uh, site had uh, some subreddit on Reddit uh, did a list of uh, really bad uh, moments of subtitling, um, and uh, I, these are uh, kind of interesting. Here's uh, let's see some of them. Uh, number this one here is so sadly go karts. Is that what, do we know what these actually were? Because these aren't going to be very funny if we just. Uh... <laughs> So they're trying to interpret the sound of this moment, and they're saying he's go-karting while he's sad. Okay. So, sad, right. he's so sadly, sadly go-karts. go-karts. Sobbing mathematically. Sobbing mathematically, Captain, oh, or uh, Spock, I mean. Spock. What else we got here? Uh, loudly, loudly implied, implied cannibalism. cannibalism. <laughs> I, I don't know what um, what movie is that. That's the Any TV idea? show, uh, Hannibal oh. TV show. Okay. okay, yeah, that would make sense. That that's a that's a that was a good show. I'm sorry, the didn't last that long. Did no, it? I did not. No. Um, okay, next up, uh, angrily fixes bow tie. <laughs> 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 Again, you're seeing these things happening, right? Yeah. Like you're if you're reading the subtitle, you can see. You're not blind. Mm. Right. So why would you need it described? A lot of times they have, uh, you know, like music playing. It'll, it'll, it'll say music playing. Uh, right, but that would make shots. sense because you're shots. reading it. Right, like if it's describing a sound, it would make sense because mm-hmm. if you might be, you could see, but you can't right, hear. Right, right, right. You know, it's the other way. Like this is like describing things you're seeing. That makes no sense. Mm. Let's see more. Uh, mar- mariachi band playing the sound of silence. Like that makes sense. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. That actually makes sense. The other ones don't. Let's see this one. 
laughs. <laughs> see, like the laughing could be happening off screen. Yeah, but so see, he's not laughing. He's he looks laughing. quite angry. <laughs> yes. Uh, so that doesn't make a lot of so. sense. <clears throat> and uh, starring Christopher Maloney, funky mystery music. <laughs> yeah, like fo- that makes sense. Funky mystery music actually makes sense there. Yes. Yes. Uh, Any more? And uh, <clears throat> sneezes, sneezes and farts. Sneezes and farts. I mean, well, that makes sense. You don't. Well, you might see the sneeze, yeah, but you might not see the the fart. It'd probably be difficult to illustrate that visually. Jeff, you're, you're probably right. <laughs> I mean, I'm willing to give it a shot for you, Stu. Mm. Um, so uh, there's a guy. This is kind of something that you know. A lot of times we like try to bring up stories that like relate to our specific perso- personalities. You know, like Pat might a sci-fi movie, or I might bring up a dumb you know statistic. And for this one, we have Jeffy. Um, CNN is reporting that Matthew Herrick has had an interesting thing happen at his home. 1,100 men have showed up at his home and workplace expecting to have sex with him. Uh, Herrick is suing he's Grindr. He's mad about that? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's not, not happy about he's it. He's not happy about it. He's not I'll happy about it. I'll say that. Uh, he's 32 years old. What, and is I guess, he, what is he, homophobic? Is that what he is? I think he is. Okay. Why, why, uh, why don't you want to have sex with the yeah. 1,100 men? 1,100 guys. Uh, you should be happy about that. One thing you could wow. do is, I don't know, appease them. <clears throat> you know, maybe have mm-hmm. a nice encounter with someone that you mm-hmm. don't know. Maybe meet somebody new. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't have to invite you them know? all in, but yeah. a few, why not? I mean, it's not. they didn't all show up at the same time. That would be ridiculous. It's 1,100 right. over a couple, five months. <laughs> so he's got plenty of time to, uh, to help out these individuals. Anyway, apparently that's what he wanted to do. Instead, he's bringing them to court. He's 32 years old, is the victim of an elaborate revenge scheme that's playing out on Grindr's platform. An ex-boyfriend of his, who says he they met on Grinder, mm. had allegedly been creating fake accounts since October 2016. The accounts have Herrick's photos and personal details, including some falsehoods that he's HIV positive. The, uh, the ex allegedly invites men's, men to Herrick's apartment and the restaurant where he works, and sometimes 16 a day will show up looking for him. He must be a good-looking man. I'll say that. He well, those of us, man. you know, those of us that are, it's uh, it's embarrassing sometimes, but uh, <laughs> you know, it, it happens, and I can understand, you know. Now I'm going to continue this. No, one? that's no, fine. Gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna it was so preposterous; he couldn't even go any further with it. <laughs> so true. Uh, Grinder. I don't know what their what their uh, responsibility is that le- as far as legally goes, though. Right? People are just posting whatever they want, and this does happen. I mean, the, the person who uh, is doing this to him, if this is true, it will probably be held liable. But I don't know if he can hold the, the website liable. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And especially if he's used Grinder in the past, uh, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, but if you're getting fake accounts and, and saying you know things, I don't know. Jeffy, what, how does this work legally? I know you've obviously been involved in several similar cases. And you've, you've used Grinder probably quite often. Have you not? I have. I- I have not had 1,100 people show up in my home to have sex, but... Well, because you've posted your, your photo. <laughs> right, so zero so. people have showed up to have sex. <laughs> I mean, that's not the number I would have said. I mean, there's two zeros at 1,100, though, so you're kind of on the same board. Um, <laughs> one of your big issues, though, is you're just not tall enough for me. You know, you've you got a mm. lot of great features, but you're just not mm. quite tall enough, I think, for the distinguishing tastes of Grinder. True? Uh, False? Uh, I'll go with it. Okay. Sure. <laughs> um, we have this uh, video about uh, presidents. And- in, order to, in order to have the right proportion of height to weight, <laughs> I I you'd have to be 16 feet tall. You'd have to be like 16 feet If you were 16 feet tall, you would look 
uh, if I you mean, were 16 fat, feet, but I mean, it was, it would you'd be, still be chunky, but uh, you'd look a you lot better. That That's all I, 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 it's sad. It's sad that you left that for Pat. I'm just trying to help you out. Okay. We have this, uh, I think this is a big deal. Uh, presidents as, uh, as uh, ranked in order of their height. I will say this. It's tough to be a short president. Like, was it right. Rubio that was having an issue with that? People were saying, oh, he was Little Marco. Little right? Marco, yeah. yeah. Little Marco. I mean, it is a weird thing. You know who's super tall, by the way? James Comey. He's like 6'9 oh. or something. Yeah, yeah. He's a big dude. Yeah. And I guess yeah. his son plays basketball. Yeah. yeah. And that's just how they kind of tracked him down. Anyway, uh, here is uh, the video, the list of presidents uh, ordered by height. Okay. Uh, Abraham uh, Lincoln Abraham was the Lincoln. tallest. Johnson. Trump is the third. Trump, third. Oh. Thomas oh. Jefferson, 6'2. Washington. Washington, 6'2. Chester Arthur, 6'2. Franklin, 6'2. Uh, wow. Bush you couldn't tell that in the in the wheelchair. A lot of tall ones. Uh, Clinton, Jackson, six one. Reagan, six one. Obama, Obama six one. Monroe, James Monroe, six. six feet. Tyler Buchanan, we all six over feet. The f- six foot. Board Garfield, barrier here in a moment. Harding, yeah. six feet. Kennedy, six foot. Gerald Ford. Uh, oh. Taft was five eleven, but fat, of course, overweight. <laughs> uh, George W. Bush, five eleven. Grover Cleveland, five eleven. Nixon, five eleven. Woodrow Wilson, Eisenhower, 5'10 and a half, Franklin oh, Pierce, 5'10, Andrew Johnson, 5'10, all these guys, 5'10, Theodore Rowe, Calvin Coolidge, Carter, uh, Millard Fillmore, 5'9, oh. Truman at 5'9, Truman, 5'9, Rutherford B. Hayes, 5'8 five, five, and a half, Henry Harrison, James, James K. Paul. Is it Tuesday? No. No. Uh, yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is. Today is Tuesday. It is. There you go. You got a little fact there. There you go. Benjamin Harrison. I, I'm surprised five, Adams was 5'7", because I thought he was a lot shorter than that. James there Madison, 5'4". 5'4", five, five, for James oh. Madison. Wow. Wow, those went by so fast that it was... Uh, I don't... Uh, I no longer consider him a founding father. <laughs> At 5'4"? No way. I, th- five, I think four, I'm with you. That's too short, you right? gotta, you got to be... That's too short. you got to be, five, be at eight. least 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, five, eight. Five, eight. I mean, at least to be considered a founding father. Because I mean, you're kind of like more like a founding little brother. At yeah, five, five, four. Four, you, like a little kid running around. Can you imagine George Washington towering over that kid at 5'4"? Uh, it would be an interesting wow. dynamic in those days, that right? Yeah. Like you have these, you know, because he was 6'2", yeah. right? Washington was 6'2". Yeah. yeah. I mean, that is a, tall for, I mean, obviously, that was tall for then. And then Madison still still did a pretty damn good job at 5'4". So the tallest was Lincoln, right? At 6'4", yep. six, six, was six, it? 6'4". Yeah. And Trump was right there at 6'3". Yeah. You'd assume that the later Third. guys would be yeah. taller. Right. That certainly people have grown in height uh, since those days. Although some of those guys like Chester Arthur and some of those others were fairly tall, like 5'11", yeah. 6 feet. Mm-hmm. That's fairly normal. Mm-hmm. All right. More patents, too. Coming up in a minute or two. Or, you know, three. Including spoons, in which we try. Back on the second with uh, we we try four different kinds of candy bars and we act like we're doing it for you. Yay! Yay! We have a uh, candy bar segment coming up in a second, but first we're going to show you James Comey because we mentioned him and how tall he is. Yeah, look at this. Guy's like 6'9". That's too tall. That's yeah. too stinking tall to be FBI director. FBI. You can't if even he, get in the FBI at 6'9", can you? It's it's too tall for an FBI director. If you want to play basketball or something at 6'9", yeah, okay, develop some skills and play basketball. But if you're 6'9", mm-hmm. and you can't play basketball, 
You've just wasted your stick in life. He didn't even need the surveillance cap- capabilities. He <laughs> right? can see everything. Yeah. Just Come on, that's, that's too <laughs> tough. That, that's FBI just wrong. Guy, to, be, to be an FBI director, His son plays basketball, right? In college basketball. Well, he doesn't. Well, does he? Well, good for him. I mean, maybe he did. Maybe he just wasn't good enough. Well, he's not now. Well, I know he's not now, but he's an FBI director He's 6'9". He should be playing basketball somewhere. <laughs> you're not an FBI director when you're 6'9". <laughs> so, so you're six, nine. too tall for FBI director. So if you're six, you may 6'1 to like 6'3, 6'4. Yeah, maybe 6'4 so is a cutoff. So if you're 6'9 and you don't play basketball... You've so. wasted your life. You've wasted <laughs> your life. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we have... Uh, by the way, we're, we were told today that today on Spoons we have a classic candy bar. It's oh. this one. The Sky Bar. Sky Bar. This is classic. We've now eaten so many foods. It's just like, now, look, this one's not new. It's just an old... It's an old candy bar. <laughs> do you remember these? Uh, I do not. But however, they have. Uh, it's Necco. I know Necco wafers certainly. Oh, yeah. um, Necco is the brand. They have four of them. Uh, now, what's interesting about this one? If you kind of see here, I don't know if you've never if you've never had this, you might not be aware. I've never um, had this. They have four different flavors inside in the this one in the one bar. Incredible bar. So, well, that's why it's that's All why right. you don't. It's remember. kind of a cool little gimbal. So let's okay. try. You're trying first. Let's oh, it's got some caramel in it. Mm-hmm. One of them is caramel. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's the first one I'm having too. That's really good. I like the caramel. Four flavors. Jeffy's still reading the instructions <laughs> over there. <laughs> uh, what do I do now? <laughs> Put part of bar in mouth. Okay, caramel Bite first. down. So I think theoretically vanilla should be next. Let's see if that's uh, true. All right. Mm-hmm. I uh, mm-hmm. or a mint kind of. Uh, oh, there's a mint. There's vanilla. That must be vanilla then. That's pretty good too. Mm-hmm. I like the caramel better. You can the chocolate break it. is pretty good generally. Mm-hmm. Um, but the caramel, yeah, I would say I would like that better. Jeffy, your opinion on these? You can break these apart. Yeah, it's not an ep- you don't we know that. Read the instructions. Caramel, vanilla, peanut. So I guess the next one is peanut. Let's see. Actually, pretty good. Hmm. Not bad. Peanut. That one's interesting in that it's a, it's like a cream, a peanut cream filling, which is a differently mm. a different taste. <clears throat> weird. And it's not like a peanut butter taste; it's a peanut taste. Mm-hmm. Good. Which I know that's a weird distinction, but that's a very strange one. It's and like then finally we have a uh, fudge. That's one is fudge, which I assume is going to taste like fudge. 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 <laughs> I'm glad we tried these because who knew what fudge tastes like? Right. I don't know either, but I think we can rank them. In order of preference. Mm-hmm. I do like, by the way, this is like the tapas of candy bars. Well, they kind of give you like the, the little taste of, of four different things rather than the same bar. I'm a big fan of that. You know, you try a little bit. You get the one, two, three, four right here. Mm-hmm. And then you can pick the one you like. I mean, really what it does is just make you go back and buy like four of these. Right, because then you're like, I actually <laughs> only like the, the peanuts, so now I want all the peanut ones. So I would say my preference would be one caramel. Me two, too. Two peanut, mm-hmm. three vanilla, four fudge. Uh, for me, it's going to be uh, one caramel, uh, two vanilla, three fudge, four peanut. Jeffy? Pat wins. <clears throat> I'm with Pat. That's a zigzag. That's a good order. Your, your order sucks. <laughs> your order sucks. Pat, Pat's order was You didn't good. like the peanut one, huh? <laughs> See, I thought the peanut one was pretty good. It was, and it was so different than the others. Mm-hmm. And that, like, it, it, I've never, I don't know if I've ever had a, because it's kind of like that weird, I don't know if you can kind of see, like, it's like a caramel consistency. Can you see this here? 
Uh, sort of like a caramel consistency. <clears throat> As you zoom in on my hands in this weird segment that we do every day. Mm-hmm. This is what my hands look like, and this is what caramel kind of... But then that's peanut flavored. Um, I kind of yeah. like it. It's kind of weird. Um, so uh, overall, weird. the Sky Bar experience, 1 to 18 is our ranking system, because mm-hmm. Jeffy can only count to 18. So the most excited he could ever be over anything would be an 18 product. Um, I'm going to say 14. It's pretty good. I liked it. Pretty good. I don't, uh, you know, I, I'm going to go a little lower. I'm going to go with 11. I like it, but I mean, I don't think it would be a top choice. I don't think I would ever go into a place and be like, I got to get that Sky Bar. Yeah. Like, it's fine because it's in front of me, but it's not all that great. Jeffy? Jeffy? Uh, one. Hey, turn your microphone on, first of all. Shoe in front of you, though. So give us a number. Give us a number. 1 to 18. It's not that hard. It's really not that hard. By the way, you are known for chewing and breathing into your microphone. Why all of a sudden are you turning it off? You never. You always have the microphone on when uh, you're breathing and chewing and off when you're trying to talk. I do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. So the number would be... So the number would be... Eli Manning is in trouble. I don't know what number. I, I, they're not good. Zero. Wow. Negative five. It's not that good. I'd never, I'd never buy one. Okay. You Do you really like not it. like it? You didn't like it? Yeah. All right. Too much bougie sauce in the middle? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. So what about you, Eli Manning? Yeah, he's uh, in trouble for selling false memorabilia. False memorabilia? Oh, I saw that. They're like, saying that he's, uh, he was in a, a deal where he was supposed to uh, sell and sign and give away for charity a game memorabilia, game-worn okay. memorabilia. Yeah. All right. So he had emailed, he got caught sending an email to the equipment manager saying, hey, I need two helmets that can pass as game used. Oh, man. So, you know, he's in trouble. That now, Wow. You know, while I find that. Why would he do that, though? I, you know, I don't know. Why? It, it wasn't for money. He had a deal. It was all a deal to be done. I mean, I guess well, how, it was, that was his. Didn't we sell for 500 bucks, too? What so was the explanation there? It was bogus. He had a deal. He had a deal to be done. <laughs> it was bogus, and he didn't really wear it, right? Correct. What he was supposed to do. And did it sell for $500? Because he supposedly wore it, and now it's, it's not real. Do you give him a break because it's ch- charity? Isn't it a charity thing? No, I, I think it's worse that it's charity. Really? Well, because he's trying to mm-hmm. raise money, so I mean, he's saying something. I mean, the bottom line is when you're buying. Because he scammed a charity. No, well, he scammed the person who's donating to a charity and paying more, giving yes. more to the charity than would theoretically have been given if they had known it was not game worn. Right? So the charity winds up with more money. And the person donating it is obviously donating to the charity because they like the charity but, too. But the, the person buying it right. has been ripped believe, off. Has been yes, ripped believe off. that it was game worn. But that's not cool. That's not cool. That's a, that's a douchey move. I don't care who you are. That's a douchey move. And, uh, so how did the how did the email get uh, discovered, Jeffy? That I'm not sure. They they in this they took all the information from the Giants corporate. The Giants had an investigation. Everything was okay. Then the FBI got inve- investigated. Why is the FBI involved in this? Because friggin' James items. Comey is missing his basketball career. Right. And he's off and now he's taking on athletes. Because <laughs> right. he's 6'9", he's not playing basketball. I mean, we solved that mystery already. You know, I mean, if you're James Madison, of course you're going to write some great documents. Why? Because you're 5'4". Right. You know, what else are you going to do? You can't play basketball. There's basketball or documents. That's it. That's it. That's you all know? you got. I mean, maybe soccer. <laughs> Maybe you could do soccer. No, James Madison's not playing soccer. <laughs> you know, come on. He's the founding father of the United States. And this was way back. I mean, the email is 2010. 
So this has been going on for quite some time. This is, how did I not ever hear about this? How I don't did, know. Why have they uncovered this now? They only provided did, false game warnings, email included. Did the person who bought it start to suspect, wait a minute, I don't think there's any Eli sweat on this product. Manning was sent a note by Alan Zucker, his <laughs> marketing agent it. throughout his career, to come up with some equipment to satisfy his obligation to provide such materials to sports memorabilia company Steiner Sports. So it wasn't even so a they, charity. So it wasn't a charity. They, it was all about money. Yeah, to me, that is oh, worse. I mean, like that's worse. I mean, the guy makes millions of dollars, Why? and and he was trying to scam an extra whatever out of this yeah. stupid equipment. Okay, that's pathetic. I mean, probably what happened was he was contractually obligated to give them 10 helmets, and he didn't have enough, and he was just like, I don't know, can you give me a couple that look like they're game-worn? Look like they're game-worn, yeah, just sign them. And, I mean, while you say, you know, if you bought a a, a helmet that was supposed to be game-worn, does it, if you believe it, it's true, right? I tasted the pads, and they weren't salty at all from the sweat. Yeah, I mean, if you believe it, it's true, right? Yes, it's true, Uh, but no, uh, I think... Uh, in the think tank last night, uh, Glenn and the team talked about the Facebook Live killer. So he's not the he's not the Facebook Live killer. Okay, yeah, right. Just the Facebook killer. No, because it wasn't live. No, he just killed on Facebook. He, he's so. just a killer who killed on Facebook. For no, well, he sole posted a video of, of it on killing Facebook. on Facebook. No, no, that's and not what happened. Here's what happened. That's not what happened. So you know, we were just talking about how this uh, this Facebook killer, if you will. They used to have to be, they used to have to kill a few people like Hinckley. They had to do something big to become famous. If you are carrying the broadcast unit with you, you only have to kill once to be famous. I think that's actually, I hate to say this, a positive. I mean, how many of these kids that are all so tied up and sick are going in and have to kill, you know, a whole bunch of kids in school instead of just broadcasting one. Yeah, it's absolutely a good thing. I mean, it sounds horrible, Because I guess it? fame but in investigations is probably a good thing. You want to know who the person is, where they are, where they're headed. This guy chronicled pretty much his whole day. Now, I don't think that they've caught him yet, which, which is crazy. Which I find unbelievable. A little bit crazy because he seems to be uploading these videos pretty consistently. Um, and it's all over social media. But kind of back to what we were talking wait, about. Wait, wait, wait. How, how does he have a cell phone and we can't triangulate his cell phone? I don't know. They, they, they dinged him once. He was in, is in Pennsylvania. But I was, we were just talking about this off camera. And I was saying he's very smart. Because the only way he can get around that is by taking the SIM card out of his phone. So he has to. Out of ditching his phone altogether, which yeah, he might have done. This guy knows what he's doing. You know what I mean? He's, he's definitely. He takes his SIM card out. But then he has to put that SIM card back in to be able to upload, doesn't he? I don't think he's posting anymore, though. Okay. He, but that, yeah, he, would ha- he couldn't be. That video, I believe, was edited, too. Not that it, he didn't kill the guy, but you can see when he shoots him and the camera spins around and the guy's already laid out, it looks like there's some time possibly edited. Well, they said that Facebook said that was not live. Yeah, right. So if it's, if it's edited, did he take the time to produce that somehow? Is there something else? That's pretty creepy. Back, back to your point, Glenn, is I, I, I think it's even more dangerous because I think that, like, like the, 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 the Newtown... Uh, uh, tragedy and uh, there's, a, there's another one that um, the, all the all the different mass shootings and stuff. What what is the one way to one up that? 
broadcast it live. Mm-hmm. And it's only a matter of time before one of those killers wants to make it. Oh, the one I was uh, the in um, in Carolina for the in the church. Charleston. That one. Char- yeah, yeah, Charleston. Amy. There's going to be a guy that says, I'm going to one-up him. I'm going to do something even better, and I'm going to broadcast the entire thing live for everyone to see. Well, that's, is, but that won't work. That's been tried. When you're on network television, you're on a news channel, you're on a 40-second delay. It's why you don't have, even us, we get heat here in Texas because this is a for the audience, not for the members of the staff, but for the audience. Anybody coming in from the outside it's you're restricted. You cannot carry a concealed weapon or a weapon into this building. And we do it because it's a live broadcast. And, you know, we've tried to protect ourselves and all the, you know, all of the um, networks do it. In fact, I think it's against FCC regulation for an actual network or broadcast facility to be able to have a gun in a, in a studio. Um, but even that, we're on a 40 second delay. So, and whenever we went live at Fox out on the street, I remember we went into massive, massive delay. And that's just because in case something happens and somebody's shot, you're not going to see it live. Does anybody ever remember where that regulation came from? No. That, was the, that was the news, <clears throat> the anchor in Florida who committed suicide on air in the 60s, I think it was. And she shot herself on air. Mm-hmm. FCC stepped in and started making that delay regulation so that if someone did that again, you could go to black and prevent people from seeing it. We never heard of these things before. I remember there was like, what was it, two years ago when that guy broadcast a, a killing that news crew on Twitter? Remember that? Or on Periscope? It happened then. Yes. So I think that was two years ago. Yes. Now... These are, these are ramping up. These are happening more frequently. There was the elected servant in Pennsylvania, I want to say attorney general or something, who killed himself live on camera um, maybe 10 years or so ago. Yeah. But think about the simpler times, though, with John Hinckley. Right? I mean, he's a guy who said, I'm going to shoot the president and become famous for Jodie Foster. And I assumed he thought she Everybody. was straight then. <laughs> so imagine him in prison going... Oh. <laughs> it also changes the way that people mourn. This 70-year-old, 8-year-old man who was killed, his grandkids were on Twitter and on Facebook saying, yeah. please stop sharing this video. That's my grandfather. And that's also an interesting part of this, that it's changing the way that people deal with personal crises. It's no longer just personal. You talked about simple times when people could just you know, mourn the murder of their grandfather in peace. They can't do that anymore without getting national attention. And that's, that's a tragic part of this, I think. You got a point. It reminds me of when, was it uh, uh, the guy that got beheaded by ISIS, Saltloff? Was that his name? And the other guy, those two? Yeah. Just horrible. Like, yeah. the, his family, you can't imagine, that's the worst thing that you can oh my ever gosh. think of as a parent mm-hmm. having to watch. And that was broadcast 24 hours a day, all over the internet, all over the place. Horrible. Let's uh, let me switch su- uh, subjects. Let me go to um, let me go to the White House and the visitor logs. When I was at Fox, um, a lot of the stuff that we put together was from the visitor logs. We would find out that um, SEIU and the AFL-CIO were orchestrating all of the all of the events around the um, health care bill. And we knew that was happening, and we had all the circumstantial evidence, but we could never tie them to the White House directly. The White House didn't want to give us a visitor's log. Finally, we got the visitor's log, and we saw that the number one and number two visitors were SEIU and AFL-CIO. Done. 
everybody on our side cheered and everybody on our side said it's wrong for the president to be able to hide who's coming in and out of the White House. Donald Trump is hiding who's coming in and out of the White House. His communication director put out a statement, um, the decision to reverse the past administration's policy was due to the grave national security risk and privacy concerns of the hundreds of thousands of visitors annually to the White House. Um, you talked about the morality of using cyber weapons. How can you have morality if you don't have the information of what, what's being done? Transparency has to be a part of it. People don't understand. I mean, it's, I mean, I hate to say it, but it's like the end times prophecies where it, your sins and everything will be shouted from the rooftops. There's not going to be any, I mean, if you really think you're going back to a time when there's privacy, you're fooling yourself, especially in government or in business. It's all going to be transparent. It's all going to be out there. And <clears throat> understandably, there's, there's times where you need discretion. Like if you're interviewing three different finalists for a Supreme Court nod, but you don't want it out there yet, yeah, you want to be able to bring them into the White House secretly, meet with the president until they decide and announce their pick. And there's meetings like that that you want to keep off the record. But that can be done. But that can be done. Not people um, who, not, not, not just but the... But when lobbyists or donors are coming to the White House... You've got to know that. We as taxpayers who pay for that building should know who's entering the building and speaking with the president. It's, it's a state. Yeah, it's amazing. It's state. You know, is, it, we're coming up on his 100 days here pretty soon. Yeah. And just the, the bar... This, the, trouble they create for themselves with things like this that are so easy to fix. It's just unbelievable.